and welcome back to the quarter three podcast and this is episode 52 of this podcast i'm your host spencer breedlove and i get to do this podcast with my incredibly gifted wife soon to be master teacher wife lisa breedlove oh, thanks honey yeah had a little have a little celebration there uh, after 10 plus incredibly years of teaching incredibly gifted you said incredibly Thank gifted you. yep wow. incredibly <clears throat> uh let me say gracious um i'm not gonna go merciful <laughs> you're, you're more, <laughs> more like yeah, joaquin felix phoenix okay, whatever his okay, name is okay joaquin joaquin caesar in gladiator yeah in gladiator Commodus. Yes, Commodus. Whatever his dang name is. Mixing it all up. Well, I'm welcoming people. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Okay. Sorry. You are gifted. Thank you. You're welcome. I will continue with my greetings. Go ahead. So Lisa and I launched this Court of Three podcast in 2021 with the mission. To inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. Here we are going to share our joys, our triumphs, our challenges, and even painful moments, and how we are growing through all of those things. And we hope that you will either laugh with us or at us, whichever you choose. We it doesn't, do. Yeah, we do. Join. Um, yeah, just join right in. What we really would like for you to do is to take time to think and have your emotions move to tears. So this week on episode 52 of the Quarter 3 podcast, yes. we are going to talk about busting boredom in your marriage. Busting boredom. But before we do that, we have... The quarter three question of the day. Yes, we do. I have no idea and, what this is, so I'm anxiously awaiting. Well, I just thought it should go with what we're talking about today. Oh, what are we talking so, about? Today? I, I kind of have two. Busting boredom. One is really funny, and one I'm really curious to hear what you would say. Oh. So we'll go with the, the more serious question. What was the most boring movie you've ever watched? The most boring movie mm -hmm. that had to be the English patient. I knew you were going to say that. That was the worst. <laughs> we watched that together. We it did was like five and a half hours long. It was terrible. <laughs> that was, and it that's, was slow. That's the worst movie. But I also it's thought awful. there was one that I've Kevin never Costner been more in. bored. Uh, that was also kind of slow. Dances with Wolves. No, the, it was something about post post. The postmaster. Yeah. I don't know. The postman. I don't know, but the it postman. was kind of boring too. And yeah. Yeah, but we kept watching them. Another boring one was uh um, I mean, why did we keep watching if it was so boring? What was the one with Tom Hanks when he crashed in the plane? Oh, the castaway. castaway. I did not like that one. That one was a boring one too. There's no dialogue except None. Him he's talking, talking to with a volleyball. volleyball every now and then. Wilson! He calls out Wilson's name. Like that's stupid. I just didn't like that movie either. Uh -uh. But I, I really felt like those other ones were maybe a little more boring. Yeah. Yeah. I can't the think English of one patient. currently. The English Patient was the, was is the most boring movie <laughs> oh, wow. 
of all times. But it had good actors and actresses in it. That don't matter. I know. I think it was critically acclaimed. I don't know. Well, it was critically boring. Okay. All right. What's your okay. second question? My second question is, if if animals had personalities, I mean, in some way, they kind of do. They do. You might say that your pet, and yeah. Okay. Some so, say your pet takes on your personality. Or your looks. Like, people or that have their pets for a long time, they start looking alike. Well, that ain't going to happen with <laughs> Jazzy would have to lose all her hair. She had to lose all her. Yeah. She's very fluffy. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. So if animals have personality, what animal is the most boring? Hmm. I would say the sloth. Really? Or Just because co- he's slow? Or the koala bear. But he's so cute. Cute has nothing to do I, I with know, boring. I know. I mean, we I can have. To think of an animal. I mean, we can that have a cute, does nothing. I mean, we can have a cute marriage, but it can be really boring. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm not saying it is boring, and I'm not saying that or we a have cute a cute spouse, and I'm not saying that we have a cute marriage. Okay. But I'm just saying you can have a cute marriage and it would be boring. Okay. okay. So a koala bear is cute, but he's got he's boring. He doesn't kill anything. All he eats is eucalyptus. And yeah. climbs up climbs in trees. trees. That's about all he does. That's boring. Okay. That's terribly boring. They probably he doesn't hunt. But they would probably think he doesn't fish. How do you know that? Well, I mean, a koala a bear. He's a herbivore. Is a herbivore. I know. <laughs> that sounded bad. <laughs> you need to pronounce your words correctly. <laughs> Enunciate. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. I'm done with my questions. Okay. That was a good question of the day. I'm done with my question. Well, being bored. What would you say? Animal. Mm hmm. Movie and animal. Well, I already told my movies. I, I agreed with those and I said the Kevin Costner one. Okay. Yeah. And nowadays, though, if the movie's boring, I just go to sleep. Yeah, just go to sleep. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it, when I was younger, I felt like. No, I started the movie. I need to finish. Maybe it'll redeem itself. Now, if you lose me 15 minutes in, I'm 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 going to sleep. An hour in, I'm going to sleep. (laughs) If it's boring, I'll just go to sleep. How's that Murdoch trial on Netflix? It's that is that is so far that is so far from boring, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) So far from boring. You're binge watching it. You heard somebody talk about it less than a week ago, and you are binge watching <laughs> the Netflix documentary. But you know, I am very intrigued with um, how people you're, allow corruption. Honey, to you're take intrigued over with psychos. I know it's the brain. You're you the are intrigued with psychos. Is an amazing people. thing, and what it can convince. And the you fact of. that you're a third grade teacher. Hey, and I, I like to think I'm molding and shaping young minds. Yeah, you are. Yes. So that they make wise choices, right? So Netflix documentaries like this help you to be a better teacher. No, I did not say that. Oh, okay. That's just my guilty pleasure. Okay. Oh, okay. So right. I'm not, when I'm bored, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm bored, I watch Netflix. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not in our top five. Okay, sorry. Of boredom busters, sorry. but it is a boredom buster. When okay. you are bored, what do normally people do? They'll just I'll binge watch. They binge watch. They get immersed in their social media, all that good stuff. Yeah. All that's right. A, that was a good question. Let's get to our topic. So, do we have any updates or anything that we need to? Oh, updates. Share? Well, mean, our soccer team is doing well. Yep. Um, they are battling really well. a little bit of injuries with some of them, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully they'll be back with us soon. We're early in the season, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, doing good. They're growing. They're learning. We're two weeks in with having my parents moved into the house. Yes, still still making adjustments, adjusting, mm-hmm. but yep. learning. Finally, getting a, a new roof on the house. Oh, that's been a long time coming. In this whole process of uh, doing some re- doing some refreshing on the house, we discovered that we had water damage, and the water damage was coming from a leak, a leak from the roof. So, which we've had the roof checked multiple, multiple times, times over the years that we've lived here. Every house in the neighborhood got a new roof, except yeah, for except us. for us. Every house. So we'll be getting. One. So my office mm-hmm. is being renovated. You have to clean and that out. It's got to be remediated and then renovated. Don't you have to clean it out? Well, the good news is is that what they refer to as content manipulation. Content manipulation. That's moving all of my stuff. Oh. So technically, I don't have to do any moving of my stuff. Oh, okay. the contractor I would probably pack it up. The contractor is responsible for moving move the boxes, my stuff, and that's all factored into the pricing. Hey, parents, that's a new way to tell your kids to go clean their room. What? Hey, content, I need you to go up to your and room content, and do some content manipulation. manipulation. But then they'll probably just shove it under their bed. Hide it in the I manipulated it. They manipulated and it then they manipulated else. you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my they did. sister would do that. Mm-hmm. You can't talk about your sister she when that. she's in Africa right now. <laughs> it's okay. She knows I tell stories about her. Mm. Yeah. All right. So. Any other updates? I don't have any, honey. Yeah. Let's just jump right into. Yeah, let's jump busting, into this. Busting boredom in your marriage. I think this is a good topic to talk about. So <clears throat> to preface this mm-hmm. conversation. This is an article that I received from Prepare Enrich. Prepare Enrich is an assessment tool and counseling tool Mm -hmm. that I use Mm -hmm. for, specifically I use it for couples that are getting married. And I use this as the, uh, the launching pad for conversations. And couples fill out their assessment. I'm able to figure out what their um, what their personalities are like. I'm also able to unpack what's going on in there. Uh, I'm also able to unpack what's going on, you know, the family of origin, things like that. And then it really helps us to set up about a good six weeks of conversation um in preparing them for a lifetime together so prepare and rich is this organization that i'm affiliated with that i leverage to use for premarital counseling and also subscribe to their um 
their blog mm. and mm -hmm. we'll periodically get some really good content. I don't always look at it, but you've got to have the right tag subject line. and yeah. tagline for me to really attention. catch my attention. Mm -hmm. And this one was talking about overcoming boredom in your marriage. And I was like, okay, boredom Wait, is something that what are you about to say you were you're bored no oh okay no we're, i thought you were saying and I, that caught my attention because that's no the okay. subject line overcoming yeah. boredom in your marriage was like okay that's an mm -hmm. interesting mm -hmm. because i think a lot of marriages experience boredom mm -hmm. in their in their marriage especially like okay You've got the engagement time, mm -hmm. then there's the honeymoon time. And, and engagement is like busy and maybe yeah. you're preparing for the wedding. But then there's that planning. first year marriage. That's the honeymoon. Honeymoon honeymoon phase yeah. and everything is awesome. You're you still know, kind of putting your best foot forward. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> you don't have any, well, technically, you know, you may not have any kids. Some people, they may be oh, getting man. married because mm -hmm. they just had a kid, you know. Um, or already have or already have children from a previous uh, relationship, um, but for the most part, it's a new time mm -hmm. together. There's a newness about the relationship, and there's not a whole lot of boredom that exists. But soon, sooner or later, that excitement that newness tends to wane. It tends to wear off a little bit. You get into your schedules. You get, you yeah. get into routines. You, mm -hmm. you do have the children or their things, and you get busier. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you may be not bored in your family because you're so busy, uh -huh. but you may be experiencing boredom in your marriage because oh. you don't have any time for your marriage. Preaching. You don't have, you know, mm. things like that. So, mm -hmm. Okay. So how do we bust boredom in the marriage? That's kind of the conversation that we're going to be talking about. And I'll have the link to that blog post in the, in the show notes. Uh, this is a really good blog post. You know, mm -hmm. it's good to um, read that, have that, you know, um, as a resource yeah. for us and for anybody that's listening. And I think the key was when I read it, one of the sentences in their opener was that this is, you know, experiencing boredom in your marriage relationship. It's a slippery slope that leads to disconnection. Correct. Discontentment, disconnection, like on and on. You can just, you play that out, play that tape out. And you know, that's not going in a good, healthy way direction correct and so that caught my eye and i think my attention to say yeah we, we need to we need to talk about this and make sure that we're not at the edge of that slippery slope or going down it and if we are let's correct has there ever been a time you've been bored in our marriage no i no. don't think so yeah I'm, I'm sure there's probably been some periods. Maybe a, maybe a, right, a short period maybe that, and maybe it came maybe more from what we were going through, one of us, that that was so consuming that I did maybe feel like our relationship was taking a back seat. 
Um, yeah, it's kind of like we had capital in the relationship, in the marriage relationship, and because of circumstances mm-hmm. around us, that began to take withdrawals. Yes. Now and, and, I don't know if it went into the. I don't think it went into the uh, into the red negatives. Yeah. yeah. No, but. Right. But we had to be careful. And yes. And I, I think some of these specific things we're going to talk about today, I can remember thinking, yeah, we got to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. So some mm-hmm. of the, a lot of these things we practice and we yes. try to implement in our own mm-hmm. marriage to mm-hmm. keep us from being bored or yes. when we have those times where there is a little boredom that exists, then we got to bust that up and keep it fresh. Because in a in a healthy marriage, you want to keep it fresh. You want to keep it alive. You want to. Uh, that's that's the goal. Is life. I mean, how many times have you heard people that said they were going to get a divorce or thinking about divorce? How many times have you heard them say, "We just don't know each other." Oh yeah, we don't have anything in common. Right. We're not really friends. Yeah, anymore. they're bored with each other. Mm-hmm. They they don't they don't share yeah. anything in common. They don't they're yeah. not intentional with each other. Right. There's other activities that have, um, and other commitments that have taken precedence over the marriage, and, keep and they pushing it, and out. they keep yes. pushing the marriage mm-hmm. relationship aside, and they don't protect it. And yeah. when that happens, then. There's the there are these separate lives that are then begun to be lived out mm-hmm. that are external of the marriage relationship, and neither one has an involvement in in those areas, and so what winds up happening is boredom inside that relationship, which eventually will lead down that slippery slope into destruction and divorce mm-hmm. or some stupid decision that either party makes and mm-hmm. begins to have an affair yeah. or you name it. I mean, it's just, it can just lead down a slope that yeah. is really, really slippery. All right. So, so let's talk about them. So the first mm-hmm. boredom buster is having the tough conversation, having the tough conversation. Now in this particular boredom buster, um, there are going to be those issues that you have with your spouse that requires conversation. Some of those conversations, they're not fun. They're not easy. And we've had to have those. Yes. I mean, we've had to have them in mm-hmm. year one mm-hmm. and we've had to have them in year 28. Sure. And every, and every year in between. But the thing is not to sweep it under the rug and just think, well, maybe it'll get better or, you know whatever i'm gonna ignore it for a little while but talk about the elephant in the room yeah you gotta you've got to address what the issue is because it will Mm -hmm. continue to grow uh, or it will continue to be this wedge that will drive you apart so you've got to be able to pull that wedge Mm -hmm. out Mm -hmm. you've got to be able to talk about that elephant in the room and have the tough conversation in your marriage um, with your spouse, being gracious, being a good listener, uh, not being defensive uh, with, you know, what you think is right 
Um, it needs to be this, all right, let's talk about the issue. Let's depersonalize this and then let's attack the issue together. Right. Remembering you're a team. Correct. And I think it says a lot to the other person when, you know, when the other one is coming to them and saying, I care about our relationship. And because I care about our relationship and you, like, I'm willing to do this. Yeah. Your wife is your partner, not your enemy. Yeah. yeah. At least they should be. Right. Mm -hmm. So number two, you got it. Yes. Embracing change. Hmm. Talk about that for just a minute. Embracing change. Well, I mean, you're two individual people um, with, you know, varying uh, personalities and different thresholds that you have for change and being flexible. Um, But we all know life brings that. It's not a matter of if change is going to need to occur. It's when, when it comes. I think to a certain point I do. Uh-huh. There are some things <clears throat> what do you, that I like routine. What do you and like with routine? Same. I don't know. Um You like your days to be similar, like in the classroom. I just like to know that they're planned. I don't mind if they're different and I can be flexible and change things around. No, mm-hmm. I'm very I can move things around, but I'm very, yes, organized that I'm going to accomplish this, 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 and this. Now, Mm -hmm. if I change it around, the variables can change. I would say I don't really, I have not really liked change, Uh but I've had to embrace it Uh in in life, like in in work. I've had to embrace change. Uh, Either, either on my own, like on my own doing, mm-hmm. or I have been forced into embracing the change uh, because I was let go or something sure. happened at a, sure. you know. That's not an easy change. No, those are definitely not or easy. Or sometimes when the change just does not make sense. Correct. That's probably where I have trouble, where I'm a logical person. And uh-huh. If it doesn't make sense, I'm like, why are we doing it? But just for the sake of change. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't understand that, but when there's reason behind it and benefits, sure. I can jump on board. Well, I like, I like what it says here is that while a sense of stability is great, don't let your marriage become stagnant. Yes. And I think there, there needs to be some change ups that you experience in your, in your marriage um, like for the good, like changes for the good. Um, the, I'm trying to think of an example, you know, for us. Like looking for ways that you can improve. I mean, that's a change. Well, this podcast, this was something that I was like, Hey, we should do this. And I just kind of, we, Tossed it around for yeah, a while. Yeah, and you were you were kind of listen to us. You were kind of like, mm, <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. I don't know about that. I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, but the truth is, is that while we are grateful for those that listen, it wasn't about that as much as it was. We have stories and examples and 
to to share and we want to be an encouragement to people. To others, yes. And this was a way that we to could do that. do that. And it was like, are we going to do this once a month, once a week, you know, once a quarter? What were, what was our rhythm going to be? And then once we began to dive into this, you were like, you embraced it. Uh huh. You were like, yeah. All right, let's and it do required this. change. And in it our required schedule, change, absolutely. Our Sunday night schedule and our yeah. So changing my house with all this equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we transformed the dining room into yeah. the studio. Anyway, we've um, already done that one. But yeah, but I just think of you know other changes. You know, within maybe um, things you do at home, maybe you change it up and cook together mm-hmm. or grocery shop together mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I mean, there's just lots of things you can do to embrace some change and, and mix it up. So like you said, it's not stagnant and we just get up and do the same old, same old. Well, I think in line with embracing the change goes with this next, mm-hmm. this third one yeah. on trying new things. Yes. I think so too. You know, trying new things. Uh-huh. Um, that's really that more literal version of actually experiencing uh-huh. that new thing, yeah. the, these new things together. Um, you know, everything from trying something new, like new foods. Um, we like to do that. Being able to travel to a country that we've never been to, which uh, hopefully that'll that'll happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been a lot of that, but, but we've been to. We had opportunities. We've had early. opportunities. Yes. Now in life, we're not really doing that, but maybe we would. Yeah. Right. We talk about it. We, right. we plan, like talk about planning it. Um, so there's some things that we yeah. can try some new things yeah. that we experience together. We've done hiking this past yeah. year, you know, that was a new activity to do together. Right. Uh-huh. Together. Yeah. Something I've always, and yeah. I mean, I say I've always but it's something that I've recently started doing mm-hmm. and really enjoy. And when we did that together, that was a lot of fun. I want to take dance lessons. Can that be our new thing? Oh. What? Okay. You took dance what? in school. You You took dance at Georgia. Honey, that was because that was the only class <laughs> that was available for me yeah, to take and I had to you graduate. You took it with all these other girls. I want to dance with you. That'll be our new thing, honey. Embrace change. That's a big change. Because <laughs> this body this body ain't built for dancing. Like that. <laughs> It'll be all right. But, okay. okay. If you want to take dance lessons, okay. I, I can embrace the change and I can... Can get my groove on. You could. I, I know you could. I can get you know, my groove and, on. And that's you bond over these things. Yeah. And I don't think everything we've tried that we've both been like, yeah, let's definitely do that again. But that's how you learn, right? That's how you find those things that you both do enjoy. Well, what it says uh-huh. in this last sentence on that uh-huh. is when you experience yeah. novelty together. It spurs the same feel-good endorphins you felt when you were first dating, which is the perfect antidote to boredom. Yes. Those feelings come back. So maybe we should go see Benny and June. You're like, that's why I fell in love with them. Maybe we should go see Benny and June. Oh, my God. We we would have to, like, find it on Amazon Prime or something. Yeah, And then we could start off holding our pinkies. I'm still holding out for dancing. Okay, we can. You're just going back to old. I know, but okay, it, okay, but it would probably still release those same feel-good endorphins. Okay, whatever. 
and it would not be bored. Okay. All right. So number one, we said have the tough conversations, be willing to sit down and communicate, keep those lines of communication open. Second thing. Embrace change. Yes. Embrace it. Then the third one was trying new things. Was trying new things with each other. What's and the fourth one? Last, the fourth one, or no, it's not last because we no, have five. We got five. Right? Okay, so the fourth one is surprising each other. Now you got surprised. Surprise. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, we walked into the store. Where do we go? <laughs> we went to Bed Bath and Beyond, and we we had a mission. Like we were on a mission to look for bathroom stuff, but the whole display in the front of the store. Obviously, because it's now warm weather, we're about to hit spring break for colleges and then schools follow soon after and then comes summer. So the whole front of the store is full of brand new beach chairs. Brand spanking new. And you bought me one. I did. A really pretty one. I walked in and I said, surprise. (laughs) Take your pick. It wasn't fully your idea. I mean, it was kind of like in front of you, and I did need a new chair. It was a spontaneous. It was spontaneous. Surprise. Yes, we didn't go in there for it. I was surprised. But he knew it would make me happy. And I knew that it would make you happy. And I'm like, surprise, that's fine. There were like 500 of them in front of your face. Just get one. Pick it. Yeah, he did let me pick a beach chair. So So I can't wait to sit in it on the beach. I love what the article said. It says, surprising each other is like the unexpected twist in a movie that makes the story interesting and keeps the audience captivated. Ooh, because think about it. I mean, you do. There is a level um, after you've been married for a while. There's a level of, you know, kind of what to expect from that person. So this keeps it fresh again and new if we find little ways to surprise each other. So one, so here's a couple of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One, stop by their work on your lunch break with uh-huh. their favorite ice cream. Or coffee. Or coffee. That'd be Spencer's. Um, or if you want to go a little bigger, you can you know plan things like a weekend away for a birthday. Yes. Enough said. <laughs> we won't say any more. I didn't say anything. Am you I can, not merciful? You can... Also, keep each other on your toes, okay, by allowing yourselves to step outside of your own box from time to time. Maybe let them pick wherever they would like to eat or pick the movie, mm-hmm. pick something you wouldn't normally choose in I've your got a, list of war movies. I've got a surprise for you this, this month. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yep. Okay, I'm I'm thinking about my surprise for you. So it is, and it's kind of fun to plan that, right? As you as you plan for this person that you love to surprise them, doesn't that bring back your feelings of? Oh know, yeah, and, and it sparks that. I do care about deeply about this person, and I want to make them happy, and I want to do something for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of like you're speaking their love language. Yeah, in a in a sense. Yeah. That's yeah. a way to surprise mm-hmm. your spouse is to, mm-hmm. you know, do things that speak their love language. Yes. Whether if it's affirmation, time, touch, um, what's the, what are the other ones? I don't know. I can't Give, remember them all. Giving oh, gifts. giving gifts. Yes, that's mine. Yes. Yes. Or receiving gifts. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it doesn't matter what kind of gift. I love just getting, getting gifts. I love them. Oh. They're awesome. You know, I thought surprises, just notes when we've written each mm-hmm. other notes, like, and I find it on the counter or the mm-hmm. refrigerator. Or I've put them in your journal before Yep. on your computer. Mm-hmm. So this last one, before we jump into this yeah. fifth one, in coaching, mm-hmm. there are two things that we tell athletes that only they can control. Yes. You can only control your attitude and your effort. Yep. You can't control the outcomes, nope. but you can control your attitude and your effort. Mm-hmm. So as we think about this busting boredom in your marriage, let's just get down to the attitude and the effort that you're putting in mm-hmm. and that you need to continue to put in the effort to your marriage. If you're not putting in the effort to to improve your marriage, to grow your marriage, to strengthen your marriage, to love your spouse as Christ loved the church, um, if you're not putting in the effort, you've given up. I mean, it's like anything else. I mean, you can relate it to other relationships with friends. If you never foster anything to do with that um, friendship, it's not going to grow. It's not going to go anywhere. Uh-uh. If you ignore them and, you know, never check on them. Same thing. You have a garden or a flower bed. If you never do anything to tend to it, to take care of uh, the weeds, that tough conversation, or to spruce it up and freshen it up, it, it's going to be gross. And. So talking about that, talking about mm-hmm. cultivating the soil mm-hmm. of your, uh, of in your relationship. Well, in your relationship, there's the soil that uh, these all exist in the soil of your relation of your marriage is the spiritual component, the relational component, the emotional component, uh, which involves the mental health. There's the physical component. Um, you have these things that exist in your relationship Mm -hmm. and all of those factors have to be cultivated. So if you're not taking care of yourself physically, but you can take care of yourself physically, that's Uh a problem. Yeah. If all you're doing is, um, thinking about what you can do for everybody else in your in your marriage and in your family and you're not taking care of uh you, you that's an issue because you cannot lead others unless you lead yourself well you've got to lead yourself first when you lead yourself well then you can lead others better mm-hmm. and more effectively so you've got to take care of yourself first physically you've got to take care of yourself first emotionally relationally, spiritually, all of those things, you have to take care of yourself first. That is the most important thing. One of the most important things you can do to put in the effort to your marriage. Then you are able to, um, love your spouse physically, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, in a very healthy manner. Mm-hmm. 
Does that make sense? It does. What do you think? Well, I just was thinking about, you know, putting in the effort. I think that maybe it just starts um, as you wake up and you just say that that becomes a prayer. Lord, you know, help me today be intentional about putting in the effort to nourish my marriage to stave away boredom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I get up pretty early in the morning <laughs> and go to the gym mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and work out. That's been a change and a That's been a new change. thing for us. Very new. To do together. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun. It has. It has. It's been fun. And we got a 20-minute drive to the gym I probably talk your ears you off. Talk a lot for such at an early time. Four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> I'm a little quieter. And then we got a 20 minute drive back. You know, there's it, it's just been a really really good thing to do mm-hmm. that we share physically. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we get better. I'm in that gym not just for me, but I'm in there for you and right our family, kids. Yeah. And sure. and my and my job. Sure. Mm-hmm. The people I serve. Yep. That's why I'm in there. Yeah. So yep. um so that's a way that you can uh continue to put in the effort. Uh ask them ask each other out on dates. I mean, let's just go back to the simple things. Yeah. Each of, of you plan. Like it doesn't yeah. always have to be one person. Plan a date, open it. a door, mm-hmm. put in the effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk slower with your spouse. Walk with each other. Walk with each other. Hold hands. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There is this last statement. Um. Did you have it down? Did you, oh, you want to read it? I was looking at something. I was going to share something else at the end. Oh, go ahead. As we wrap up. Yeah, no, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go. Are we wrapping up? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to say there's a verse, Proverbs 19, 15. This is the ESV. Slothfulness casts you into a deep sleep, and an idle person will suffer hunger. Mm. So just, you know, that reminder that when we allow it to creep in, that we're, we're being slothful. You know, which that was funny. We said the sloth. I know the sloth. Yeah, you said that in the beginning that, you know, he just doesn't really move very fast and he doesn't do very much. So if we're that way in our marriage relationship and commitment, then it sets you into this deep sleep and it it lulls you into this just um, a dangerous Mm -hmm. place. And then that, you know, that being idle, you're going to suffer. There's going to be things that um, suffer and harm that comes because of that. And that's not what we want for our marriages. We want them to thrive. Right. Mm -hmm. So one final thought. Yes. To wrap up the five boredom busters. This is the last statement in the article. And when I shared it with you, you were like, ooh, we need to make sure we mention this. Yes, I did. Now I remember. Small pockets of boredom 
are pretty normal now and then. Mm -hmm. In marriage, however, being consistently bored can sneakily erode away the glue that holds your relationship together and keeps it strong. By incorporating these tips into your marriage, you'll be better able to nurture an interest and curiosity in each other that contributes to a dynamic and lifelong marriage. And that is mine and Lisa's prayer for you and your family is that you do experience a dynamic, Mm. lifelong, spirit-filled marriage. Yes. And that... While there may be those little pockets of boredom that pop up here and there, don't settle for boredom. Make sure that you are being being the one putting in the effort yes. so that you maintain the strength that holds that relationship together and keeps mm-hmm. it strong. Yes. So look for ways this week that you yourself can be intentional with your efforts to bust up boredom amen mm-hmm. so with that thank you guys so much for listening if you yes. have a moment uh please share the podcast with your friends text it out to people that you know and love uh put it on your social media instagram facebook twitter whatever you yes. use help others find us help so others they can find be encouraged us. yep so that they can be encouraged and uh, just know we love you we're grateful for you and remember that two, two are, are better, better than, than one, one, and a cord of three strands is not.